0: Uh, I'm going to have to return, actually, uh, later because I have to go cut the lawn. Uh, But let me tell you, uh, you know, he's a gloomy kid, he's alone. You know, everybody kind of wants to sell, like, a place to belong. You know, a lot of people don't really have that at a young age. And so, you know, it's just kind of a thing that develops over time that you think, and you're never really going to have a place where you want to belong, but you still want to belong. You're just not going to be able to get that. And you just kind of grow up with that, and you're just like – Oh, well, it's fine, I guess. Yeah, but you know, it'd be nice if I were to have a place where I could, you know, call home. Well, you know, I deal with that every day. You know, I just, I live in a house, but I wouldn't call it a home. Like, I don't really feel relatively safe in my house. I'm going to be honest. I have weapons on me at all times, and I'm always kind of ready to jump in the action. Uh, my body's always sore because of that, because I'm always kind of constantly in combat mode, but, you know, you know, there's nothing we can really do about it until I move out of the house and get my own place, but, you know, until then, no, I'm just going to continue to live with weapons by my bedside. Uh, you know, I was thinking about it as well, I'm probably going to buy a Glock or something for when I'm, like, 18 or whenever I move out, but, you know, other than that, I really don't think I'm really doing too much of in my own house with weapons, you know, because I have a pipe bat, I have a skateboard that has, like, no wheels on it, so it's pretty light, but, you know, it's pretty easy to swing, you know, it's like... I have a metal baseball bat, I spray painted it, I put grips on it, Uh, you know, I have a knife, I have a box cutter, you know, I have a lot of knives, I have like maybe 10 knives, Uh, they're all the same kind of knife, but, you know, it's just like I have multiple of those, and you know, it's like, it's, it's a box cutter knife, but it could definitely do some damage, so, you know, I'm always kind of protected there, but, you know, it's just like freaking, you know, having a house, having a home, having somewhere to belong, having someone to say welcome back home would be kind of nice, you know, just having someone to be like, the Daima, you know, you freaking Japanese style, anime style, you know, just coming home, having your mom or dad or, you know, loved one or just anybody really that really you really care about to come home and just be like, or no, you come home and then you're just like, oh, hey, welcome back. I'm glad you're home here. You know, we got some stuff to do, but, you know, welcome back. I'm glad you're here. Uh, you know, that would be nice. It's a nice it'd be a nice idea. I think I'm not sure, though. I'm very blunt when it comes to a couple of things. And let me tell you, being blunt means I really don't get a lot of things because people like to beat around the bush. And as a blunt person, uh, I have no idea when people do that. I have no idea when people beat around the bush. I just kind of go straight forward to the point. I don't really like to stray away from my problems to go around things. No, I just go straight through it. Like I'm some kind of drill through a mountain. So, you know, it's just kind of a thing I'm just, you know, I'm going through. Um, but yeah, that's basically the gist of it. I'm gonna come back and I gotta talk about it later. But I have to go mow the lawn and do some chores. So until then, I'll leave you with this. Uh, I don't know what I'm leaving you with because I'm not. I'm gonna come back and recording to this podcast. But I'll leave you with the fact that I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast kind of want a place to belong, home, or a place that could be called home. And I'm sure a lot of people that are listening or like a solid 2% of people that are listening have a place called home and a place where they think, you know, where they're safe and they have people that care about them to welcome them home or something like that. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I just want to let you guys know a lot of us just aren't alone. You know, just, you know, it's just, yeah, really yeah, really think about it. You might not care about them, but, you know, they probably care about you. And, you know, it's got to go to both you know, it's kind of got to go both ways, you know. It's just kind of the way relationships really work in real life. But, you know, it's just kind of a thing I've been thinking about a lot. So I'll be back in, like, maybe, like, I'm like five minutes. Yeah, I'm back. Hey, I'm back. I just finished Mo Milan, and I just finished watching another episode of Horiyama. Let me tell you, he is quite the banger, my friend. I hope I'm not going to spoil this for anybody who's going to watch it later. <laughs> Sorry, I was talking too fast. I ran out of breath and I choked on my own saliva just now. Um, but yeah, I just finished watching one, and then I just finished not watching an episode of Horiyama, and then it was I am um, uh, gonna just call him Izumi because that's his first name. Uh, you know, Japan they call him by the last name. Then I definitely wouldn't be called want to be called with my last name. Persaud is definitely not one of those cool names. My cool name is not bad. It's Burton. My last name is my middle name isn't really all that bad. But like you know, you know my last name is Prasad. Like it, I just dox myself i fully just doxed myself and I didn't even realize it. Alright, well anyways, um Yeah, it's just like, you know, my, my my last name ain't too bad. I just said my full I just I just I just told you both my middle name and my last name. Wakoku, Burton, Persat, what the f- Whatever, uh, anyways, it's just like, you know, it's just kind of like, um, just watch- I just finished watching an episode, and Izumi, um, confessed to Horiyama. If you guys don't know, the anime itself is called Horiyama because the main character is called Horiyama, um, and the anime is based around her going through, uh, like, you know, the romances of her life with a guy named Izumi, and he's equally as, um, you know, just kind of broken, I guess. Um, you know, I, I, I think I've said this in the past recording, is that I, I relate to Izumi in the, like, the, in the closest way possible. I, I find myself relating to a lot of characters nowadays. I find myself relating myself to a lot of people, too. Um, not not like any of my friends that I really know IRL, cause like, or any of my friends, actually. It's just been people that I know, I acknowledge that they exist, To a degree. They exist to a degree. Because Horiyama and Izumi is not real. But they definitely do produce real feelings. Um, But I find myself relating to Corpse. If you guys don't know who that is, uh, his name is Corpse Husband. He's an artist and a YouTuber. He streams. I think he's taking a small break because of health issues that he's been struggling with a while. Um, But he has... I think something called agoraphobia, which is, like, I think being in a like, in groups of people. I find myself being, um, a lot more fearful of being around other people in large groups of maybe, like, like, 12, 12 alone is enough to make me panic and enough to make me, like, emotionally and socially just shut down. Uh, start just, like, being angry, aggressive, just, like, shutting everybody down, you know, just canceling, just stopping everything, you know, um... I really don't like being a lot uh, around a lot of uh, groups of people. I Like, I never really realized that until now, though. Like, I always kind of distance myself away from groups. I've always been on my own. I was, uh, like, in the parties and family gathers, family get-togethers. I would always be on my phone in a corner in a room in some, like, I don't know, a basement or an attic or somebody's room. Like, I wouldn't be in a living room. I wouldn't be in a kitchen. I wouldn't be outside. Like, I was never, I was never the type of kid that could actually be outside and talk to people like that. I find it. I found it annoying and I found it stressful for me to just do something as easy as talking, but with people that are constantly going to judge me uh, and maybe tell my mom or father um, what I've said. And I really don't want to give my parents anything um, about me in the nicest way possible. I don't want my parents to know about me. I don't want my parents to know what is going on with me. I don't want my parents to constantly have to check on me because I find that annoying as well. I find people having to check on me, people coming over just to make sure that I'm doing okay. I find that type of stuff annoying. Um, Maybe it's just the way that they're doing it. Maybe it's just like, you know, instead of just like... Instead of being subtle, you know, easing their way in, it's like, oh, are you okay? How are you doing? Like, of course, my response is going to be, I'm fine, I'm doing okay, I'll be all right, or like, etc. You know, I, I just, it's, that's just my natural response to people that ask me questions about how I'm doing. And I think it is for a lot of people. A lot of people will just respond with, I'm fine and I'm doing okay. Um, but, you know, people, I know people do get upset whenever, like, people do ask if they're doing okay, uh, or, like, asking how they're doing. Uh, but for me, it's 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 not a feeling of dislike. It's the thought of anxiety and predicting the future because I like my brain always overthinks and my brain will always have some kind of outcome to any scenario. Um, it'll have multiple, even like I my brain works so fast that sometimes I don't even understand. that's, that's I think that's why I'm having a lot of speech problems. Is that I'm losing a lot of maybe physical power over my bot, like my brain. Like I'm, 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 my brain is working faster than my body can compete with. And I think that is becoming an issue for a lot of things, uh, because my body seems to feel, it feels like, uh, I, it feels like I'm a ghost in my body and I'm always one, one, maybe one second ahead. It feels like my body is constantly lagging. It feels like my body is having like poor Wi-Fi connection and my body is like a robot phone. Right. That's what it feels like. It feels like my body is lagging behind. I don't feel like I'm up to speed. I feel like I'm slow. I feel like I'm stuck back uh, like farther than I should be. It feels like my nerves, it feels like my nerves are losing feeling and then immediately regaining feeling. I have no other way to put it except for incredibly detailed other than it feels like my nerves like I can feel my Everything in my body, I can feel my organs, like when, the, the ones that I have to forcefully use, like my heart, my lungs, uh, my diaphragm, my vocal cords, my, I don't know if a nostril will count, my, um, my eyes, I know the eyes are an organ, I think, uh, my brain, like I can feel all of it moving at the same time. Even now, I can feel it. I can feel it. I can feel my vocal cords vibrating my lower chest area along with my lungs expanding and de-expanding uh, along with my brain constantly thinking. I can, like, it's it's a feeling, though. Whenever I'm thinking about my, like, whenever I try to explain my brain, it's not like I'm feeling it, but it's more so I'm thinking about it and therefore it becomes real. I have no idea how to explain it other than placebo. That's basically what my my thoughts on brain my brain is it's placebo um i can only give myself thoughts to work with um because if i don't have anything to work with i have nothing to base it on and i'm a very scientific person uh so i, c- I can't go lead i can't have an answer without a question you know it's, it's just kind of like i need to have a basis of what I'm going to be thinking about. What my brain is like. But that's the issue. Because when I think about the base of my brain. That is what it becomes. And that's just kind of a minor annoying thing. I'm not even sure how we got here. I'm going to be honest. I remember now. I fully remember now. Um, see that's brain lag. Um, but yeah. It's, it's a very non-enjoyable experience. Um, I've gotten better with it. Since the last time I recorded the podcast. Um, I've gotten better with talking. Not with pronunciations but I've gotten better with talking at the same speed my brain is putting out words um and I'm not sure people think like really think about the words that they're saying in their brain before they say them but it's like for me it's it's not like that at all but as I'm saying them my brain thinks them and that's how I kind of get jumbled um so now I've just kind of put all of my processing power into you know, my brain. I, I put all the processing power of my brain into my speech. Um, that means I have to really have to focus. I use a lot of ba- body mannerisms uh, when I'm speaking. Uh, just to make it easier for me to speak. Um, I, you know, it's just kind of like... I think I'll have to do. I'm not sure how long it'll be. I'm sure after quarantine, I start talking to people and I start doing like school and stuff. And I start like learning. I start to get the habit of you know doing the normal stuff, my day to day task, my day to day, like talks, my greetings, etc. I'm sure everything will go back to normal after quarantine is over and after this whole COVID thing blows over. I'm honestly thankful for COVID. Thank- thankful for COVID though, because for the first couple of months um, that it started, it gave me a break from school. Um, and I was incredibly stressed at the time, so I can't really help. I can't really help but be. Um, I can't really help but be thankful for quarantine to a degree. But now it's just kind of, kind of. Now it's just kind of being excessive. Um, I have met a lot of friends over quarantine, though. I have. I've made like two different friend groups right now, and one like it's pretty cool, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, it's been a. It's that. Uh, it's been a semi. I guess that's a good way to put it. Is that it's a half enjoyable experience. Uh, it was good, and then it wasn't, and that's the, I'm kind of at the wasn't part. I'm waiting for it to become good, but there's like I it, I don't know when that's gonna be. Uh, other than the fact that I can skate in the rain whenever I feel like. No, I can't even do that. My mom stopped me from going outside. That's kind of annoying. She kind of assumed that I'm always gonna be sick. I'm not exactly sure why, but I'm not, I don't really get sick easy. I, that's the thing. My immune system is really, really good. I've caught COVID, and I legitimately all I had was muscle soreness. I like to flex that fact, by the way. I like to flex the fact that I've gotten COVID. Literally didn't cough, didn't sneeze, didn't have any like runny nose, eyes, nothing. No breathing problems, and I have asthma as well. Um, nothing. Just literally just woke up the day after I got COVID, got muscle soreness, and that was about it. I'm not exactly sure what that means. Uh, if my body like was... Just like sore because all of my muscles were put into a hibernation mode to, in order to fight it off. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure if that makes any sense. I'm sure I can think about a reason later, but uh, for as of right now, it's the only thing I can really think about when it comes like the first thing that comes to my mind. Um, but yeah, um, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go back to talking about I'm gonna go back to what I was talking about about Horiyama because I kind of straight away from that path quite fast, and, uh, I'm not even sure how, it's just kind of been a thing that just happened, so, yeah, um, I just, I, I was, I watched the anime, and I just thought it was beautiful how, um, I thought it was beautiful that two people could put themselves together, two people can build themselves up to the point where they're basically fixed without any glue or tape. Uh, and I'm imagining, I'm imagining they're broken like a mirror, you know, I'm imagining them to like, they're putting themselves piece to piece, but it's like, they, they were able to not use tape or glue. Uh, of course they're fragile. Of course they're, you know, but they're, they're built, they're structurally sound. They're not going to like flop over. They're not going to like, they're not going to, you know, uh, fall into like a million pieces, right? They're like, maybe like four pieces, four pieces, maybe. And they kind of just built themselves backward, but like just like squishing themselves together. Um, I find that really cool because I it took me a very very long time to, for me to put myself together. Um, it t- I'm still not even all of the way together. I'm I'm still in shambles. I'm still in pieces. You know I got to pick up a, I got to got to pick up one piece at a time, uh, and these are like microscopic pieces, right? It's just like I'm picking them up with tweezers, and I have to put it the mirror back together. Um... And that alone is very hard. And I'm sure it's a lot. Of, I'm sure it's like that for a lot of people. I'm sure that people, like, will genuinely acknowledge that the fact that they're, like, broken or, like, shattered. Or, like, their mental is just, like, you know, I don't know. Broken? I don't want to say broken again because that's a cycling word. But, yeah, it's, like, a lot of people. I think a lot of people just kind of imagine themselves as, like, some kind of, like, glass thing. Something fragile. But I really I've gotten to this point now where, like, I really don't want to imagine myself as a mirror. I kind of want to be a flesh thing. Um, I really don't want to be anything hard or concrete because flesh is easily healable, right? It makes sense, right? Because flesh has regenerative regenerative properties. Um, Like, if you were to get a cut, you know, it would heal. I kind of want to be a flesh instead of a solid object that doesn't have cells that, that can't heal over time. I wanna be able to be something that can heal over time without any help. I will be able to take care of myself using the bodily things that I've already, you know, been born with. I don't wanna be be I don't have to I don't wanna be something that has to live on constant like life support. You know, I don't wanna be something that has to be constantly watched, constantly, constantly has to be put together with like tape or glue. Uh, I don't know, some kind of like adhesive, I don't know, anything. I just don't want to be something that is so unbelievably fragile and so something that's so easy to break and not easy to put together. I'm okay with breaking. I'm okay with shattering. I'm okay with falling apart. But I just want to be able to get myself back together and I want to be better afterwards. I want to be able to break over and over again and heal over and over again. Because it becomes a learning experience. It becomes a learning experience for me. That's uh, just like the way I work. It's just like a, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. A lot. I can't even count them. Like I can. I can't tell you. But I've come to terms with my mistakes, and I no longer regret anything that I've done. I regret nothing that I've done. Right? I might be. I might have broken something. You know. I might feel bad. You know. The one day. But I will never. I will never not once in my life will I ever regret anything that I do anymore. And that is the way I'm going to live. I'm going to live my life with no regrets. I just that is just what I want to do. And I'm not going to let anybody stop me. Nobody is going to ever stop me from not regretting. People will try their damnedest. And I really I really I hope someone does. Because I just want to let you know in advance, if anybody does that, their hopes and dreams are shattered. Because I, I want to become something that is immovable unless, unless morally moved. I don't want to be something that is moved by simple words. I want to be moved by emotions. I want to be moved by determination. I want to be moved by hope. I want to be ho- moved by belief. That is what I want to be built on. I want to be built on hope, determination and belief. And if I can't do that, then that's the only thing I'm ever going to regret. And I'm 15. I'm 15. I'm not I have so much time. Right? It, it might I'm, you know, I've thinking about I've talked I said a lot about it. You know, I feel like I have a lot of time. You know, it feels like I'm getting older and I'm going to like, you know, just be like an old man, but I have so much time. I have so much so much time to build myself, to make me into something that I'm proud of and I can live my life without regrets. I no longer have any, like, worldly things holding me down at this point. I really, I'm on top of a mountain that I've built and I've been, I'm on the peak of my life and there is no way I'm ever, ever going back down. Nothing will be able to break me. Nobody will ever... Take me down from this mountain and I don't care. I will fight for it. I will fight for it like it's king of the hill. And I will kick people down and I will freaking shove them down like there's some kind of rock. Like I don't even care. That's, just like, that's what I've gotten to. I've gotten to I don't care. I'm going to be what I want. Um, of course, it's not a very uh, good mindset considering that it's going to be pushing a lot of people's feelings away um, if they're negative but i honestly if people are going to be negative to me about their fe- like about my feelings or their feelings then i don't care. That's simply how it's just going to be. I if you're going to be negative with me then i don't care. I just you can you can leave. You can get out of my life. I don't need you here. You're nothing but an accessory. All right? That's all i'm going to say. People are going to be negative towards me or be negative about me. They can literally screw off. They're nothing but a waste of space. You know, they're literally pebbles and like, like a gravel road, you are a pebble in a gravel road. You are nothing to me but a simple rock that I will use to climb higher and higher every day. And that is what is going to happen. I'm going to keep going. Regardless if I have pebbles or not. I'll find a way. I'll keep going up. There's no one that's going to stop me. But yeah, that's... that's um. That's that. That's uh, my, you know, that's my, you know, look at it. I'm not exactly sure how I got here. I kind of wanted to talk a lot about romance. I'm gonna be honest. Um. I mean, we could talk about it now. Uh. Yeah, uh, yeah. We 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 can talk about that now. Um. Yeah, I was just gonna just dis- I was just gonna say like romance can really make or break you. Like it can it can really make your life better. And like I I've always I think I've I think a lot of people know this about me. Um, but I always kind of saw love as just a useless emotion that primates use to mate. Um and I've said that a lot. <laughs> it's kinda of cringy, honestly. But it's just kind of been like Love is nothing but a chemical in the brain to reproduce, and that's all that it is. But I'm realizing it now, is that love is not something but just a chemical, it's a feeling. Of course, feelings are chemicals, you know, feelings will be something that is remembered, but also is caused by chemicals and neurons in the brain. It's nothing, like, physical. Or no, it is physical. Love is something physical. Um but i i'm just like i'm realizing now a love isn't always love isn't always like you know to to mates it's um love can simply be a feeling in a moment that you love to be in a moment where you feel nothing but pure bliss it doesn't even have to be with another person you can love being by yourself and you can love the moment that you have in it. It doesn't have to be with anybody else. It could literally just be you. You can literally be sitting in a like library. Quiet, quiet library. You're reading this book, but you're loving that book. And you're loving what it's telling you. And you're loving what you're reading. And you're loving what you're learning from it. That, that alone to me is incredible. Because it's, it's just words, right? It's just, it's just words on a piece of dead tree that was written with some kind of ink. But yet it can make you feel tens upon thousands of different ways and you wouldn't be able you wouldn't even be able to predict them. You would not be able to predict the way you were gonna feel if you're gonna read something that you were passionate about. That's insane. Like I know a lot of people are just be like, uh, uh love is nothing. I don't need love. I mean You might be right. Maybe you don't need love. Maybe you just... You know, you're fine on your own. But I don't think it would hurt to give it a shot. I don't think it would hurt. I mean, it it might. Yeah. But the worst thing that can happen is that, you know... You lose it. You know, you become sad. You become depressed. But you kind of learn from it, don't you? You kind of learn that... You have to have a structure. You have to... You learn... That you have to have something built beforehand before you get into something that you're passionate about. You can't just start out of nowhere with nothing but like dirt in your hand. You have to have tools. You have to have resources like a wooden pillar or a wooden foundation that you're building. Maybe a stone one. You have to have somewhere that is strong to start on. Because if you don't, you're going to sink. I don't know about you, but I I don't like sinking. I'm not a big fan of that i'm not a big fan of falling into something of my own creation, and it's happened a lot the symbol the the thing that i 'm falling into is sim- like symbolic for basically depression right it's something that I struggle with every day you know it's an everyday occurrence you know it's like it sucks you know that I have to deal with this and i'm fifteen i I'm barely able to go through school i'm barely able to get up in the morning. I'm barely able to eat. I'm barely able to like do the things that I enjoy. Right. But at the end of the day. It's something that has to be fixed by me. There's no one else that can fix this other than me. I have to build a structure. I can't have anybody else do it for me. This is something that is going to take a long and tedious time alone. But, I'm, I'm going to see it through. That, that is how, that is how I, that's just how it is. I'm just going to see it through. And I just have no doubts. I've said this a lot. A lot of my friends are probably, I about, know about this. But, I've, I've started saying no doubts. I've started saying I have no doubts. Because it's true. Anything that I do from now on, I won't have any doubts. I'm not going to overthink. I'm not going to do anything stupid. But I'm not going to have any doubts. Simple and easy. I might have no doubts. I'm going to win. I might have no doubts. I'm going to lose. But what I will tell you is that I won't have any doubts. Simple and easy. Even I won't know. Even I don't know if I'll win or I'll lose. But, you know, I have no doubts. I know. I have no doubts that it's going to happen. I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen. But I'm sure it's going to happen without a doubt that I do and I think that's pretty cool I think I think I've grown a lot I think I've like I think I've come very very far I've I've give I've been able to relearn the sense of belief I've been able to relearn the feeling of hoping and putting some- putting all of my chips into something you know it's like gambling it's like i'm I'm able to gamble again, and you know sometimes you lose a gamble sometimes you win, but for every loss, there is a gain for every loss, there is something gained, maybe when you lose, you learn something, maybe when you lose you learn you get an opportunity, maybe when you lose you uh you know. I don't know, you find it comedic, find it funny. you know, you could have a good time losing. Some people enjoy losing, some people enjoy winning. I'm not exactly sure which one I am, but I have no doubts that I'm going to be fitting into one of those parties. I have no doubts that I'm going to be in one of those. I'm not exactly sure which one, but I have no doubts that I'm going to be in one. I don't think a lot of people, like, a lot of people don't know me IRL. A lot of people don't, like, this podcast is, like, a, like a very good connection uh, for a lot of people. But they don't know a lot about my past because they've never been, like, they've never been me. They've never, like, been there for me from day to day from elementary school to high school. Like, they've never been there every day for me. Not even my middle school friends. Not even my high school friends have been there every day for me. They've been there maybe, like, every other day, maybe, like, I don't know, three times a week. But they've never been in my vicinity. They've never been in my area 24-7. They my, Nobody really knows me. Like, I'll, I'll try my hardest. I really will try my hardest to get people to know me for me. Like, to know every side of me. Because I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed of who I am. I'm not ashamed of what happened. Yeah, my dad physically abused my mom. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not proud of it, but it's something that happened. It's something that has changed me drastically, for the better or good. I don't know, but as I do know, I'm loving it. I'm loving it absolutely. I'm loving every single second that I wake up now. I'm be I might, you know, I, I'm gonna have my ups and downs. I'm gonna have, you know, the days where I'm just like, uh Oh, I'm so tired, I don't feel like getting up, I'm so tired. Uh, blah, blah. But I'm glad I'm able to wake up every day with a constant goal in mind and determination to see it through and a willpower to do anything and everything to get towards that goal. I'm not going to tell you what my goal is because I don't want people to put it down. I, I think a couple of people know what my goal is, but there's nobody in hell. In heaven or hell, there's no one that's going to put down this dream of mine. And if you're going to try to, if you're going to try to be realistic with me, if you're going to try to be like, well, I don't know, screw off. Screw off. I'm going to do what I want. I don't care. That's I, I've said this before, but that's where I've gotten at. I don't care about other people's opinions. I think they're stupid. Only my opinion matters to me. Why would anybody else's opinion matter to me? They're not special to me, are they? Unless they're special to me. If they're special to me, then maybe I'll think about it. But if not, then no. No, their opinion is the same quality of dirt. Like, I I just, it has no value to me. It has no value. So I don't really care. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, but something that I'm actually kind of getting tired of saying. It's starting to feel kind of cringy to say. It's like, uh, man, I got to find I gotta find another way of saying I don't care. I could just be like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, it'd probably be better. It'd probably be better. But, you know, I live in a Christian household, so I can't wait to go around saying the S-word like that. Uh, when I get out of here, I probably will be, though. I'm going to be screaming it like I'm a, some kind of rancid child. But, you know, it's... The future awaits, my friend. That's all I can say. The future awaits. Um. But yeah, I'm I I feel really really good. I feel really really good. It's probably gonna be a short-lived moment because I'm constantly having rain clouds over my brain or something. I'm just, I i do not know how to sim, like symbolize depression in my brain. It's like. I don't know, but yeah, it's just, you know, moments like these, moments where I'm able to cry out, moments where I'm able to roar, where I'm able to scream my passions in the way I feel, oh, you have no idea how empowering these feelings, like this feeling is, this is not ego, this is not greed, this is simply being satisfied with the way things are that is all that I am I'm not egotistical I'm not greedy I'm not freaking I don't know selfish no not at all I'm satisfied that's all that it is I'm satisfied with who I am and what I'm doing that is all that it is and you can be mad all you want I don't care I don't care You know, I mean that's that's really about it. You know, I keep I keep on saying i will just talking about romance. I never really keep on straying away from that path. Uh well. Yeah, I just want to. I just want everybody to know that this like. I I personally, as of right now, I don't really mind if I had a girlfriend or not. I think, first of all, I need to work out my commitment issues. uh, Because I have a a lot of those, um, apparently. So, up until I uh, fix that, I think I might get a girlfriend. You know, I might try. I might test the waters. You know, if we have a a bad breakup, then, you know, it happens. Stuff like that happens. I'm not going to stop it from letting... I'm not going to let that stop me from dating other people that I like. Of course, I have nobody that I... Uh, well, I mean that's not true. I have a lot of people that I like, but a lot of people that I'm not gonna go out with. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna just say that my my um my waters are clear to say the least. There aren't much fish here, it's just kind of clear waters. Um So yeah. I'm not, I don't really think I wanna date anybody that knows really too much about me, if I'm gonna be honest. It just kind of, I kind of, like, if I was ever going to be in a relationship with somebody, it'd have to be someone that I'm able to talk about every day with and not the past and not the future. Just daily occurrences and, like, you know, we could talk about daily occurrences for hours. You know, past past might come here and there, you know, just might the idea of, you know, past. And I don't mind talking about it, but I'd, I'd, I'd rather have a fresh new start. That's like really all it is. I, I want a fresh start. I don't want to start with somebody that knows everything about me and constantly knows or quote unquote thinks they know what I'm thinking. You know, because nobody knows what I'm thinking. Nobody will know what I'm thinking. I might be predictable with what I say, but nobody knows what I'm thinking. How things that I say that are predictable, it's for comedic sake. It's, that's really all it is. That's all that I, that's all that it is, comedic sake. comedic value. And I don't really think anything else is gonna change that. But I guess we'll see. I mean, maybe I'll I'll probably find some other values other than com- comedy. But I don't I don't know I don't know. Only the future will tell. Uh, right, romance. What was I saying? What was I saying? What was I saying? Oh yeah. Like, I don't have any problems with my past. I don't have anything, you know, wrong with it. But I don't want something that is my past as, my past is depressing, right? My, de-pa- my past is something that is depressing for a lot of people, that people seem to be concerned about more so than me, right? It's like, people are like, oh, you know, you, I mean, I understand if you don't want to talk about your dad. I know, if you don't, you know, I know you don't like your dad too much. And I'm just like, I have no idea where you got this idea. I've said time and time again, as of right now, as of this time, as of my age of 15 turning 16, I do not hate my father. I do not hate anyone. I do not want anyone dead. I do not want to not see anybody. In fact, I would, as of right now, I'd give my dad a hug. I would I would dap my dad up. I'd give him a dap hug. Because that that's just the point I've hit in my life. You know, I I genuinely, if I were to see my dad as of right now. And he just showed up in my house. And he was just like, oh, hi. You know, you want to shake my hand? No, screw that handshake. I'd give him a hug. Because he, he, he would be just like me. I would have repeated the same cycle if I didn't get help. I would have repeated the same cycle if I continue to be an emotional or an emotionless husk of a person. But I'm filled with nothing but compassion, empathy, and love. It's kinda of cringy to say, but you know, it's I think the acknowledgement is just it's good enough. I'll, i I thank my father for what he's done to me. pretty dark, it's pretty depressing, you know, it's like, oh well didn't your dad abuse your mom? Didn't you get like abused by your dad Yeah. Yeah, yeah that happened. But things, you know, times you know, you gotta move on. You can't just you can't just keep waiting for it and you gotta move on. You're never gonna get it back. You're never gonna ever be able to change anything, unless someone comes up with like time travel. But that's, I, I think that's highly unlikely. There is nothing about your past that's going to change. So therefore, make your future. And look towards the future instead of your past. Don't look back. Look ahead. That's that's all I really want people to do. I just want people to look ahead. I want I want people to see. The possibilities that life has in store for them. The the unpredictability of life and the future. That's all that I ask. For you to just take a step. Take a step forward. doesn't have to be an inch. doesn't have to be half an inch. It can be a singular centimeter. It can be 0.1 centimeters. That alone is enough for progress. I've been your host, Wakuoku. I think this is about as good as any time to end this. Um, yeah, I, I got a lot off my chest. I talked a lot about other people while talking about myself, but I got a lot off my chest. It's been wonderful having you, and I hope I'll see you... Again, another day, another episode. The past, the present, and the future podcast.